Hello, and welcome to Quirk and Circumstance, a podcast about living a life outside the box, even if you spend the majority of your time in a cubicle or within the boundaries of a role like parent, professional, or something else. In this episode, I'm joined by my lovely friend and colleague, Ophelia, for a challenge I was surprised that she chose. We went to a drop-in improv class two weeks in a row. Now, for those of you not familiar, improv is basically live theater acting on the fly. And if you do it regularly, it's supposed to have tons and tons of benefits. It can help a person improve their ability to think on their feet. It can increase creativity, which I am all about. And it can even improve a person's ability to relate to other people. So Ophelia and I met outside a bar slash club that we'd never been to before, had a quick conversation before and after the class. So here's how that first night of improv went. All right, so Ophelia, thank yes. you so much for being a part of this challenge. No, it's um, I'm excited to do it. Yeah, I'm excited to do it too. Yeah. And I'm also excited because you are my first work friend oh. to be a guest on the podcast. Yay. And to do a two-week challenge with me. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. And we're keeping it on the DL, I know, that's, right? That's right. We're keeping it on the DL because right. I'm trying to have separation between my work life mm-hmm. and my personal hobby. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we're keeping it on the DL. Okay. I will be asking more work friends. Yeah. But I'll do it one by I'll pick people Sweetly. off one by one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, now you. <laughs> Let's have a challenge. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So, um... So I think my first question for you is, you know, I, I sent you a list of a handful of challenges yeah. and you picked improv. <laughs> you chose improv and that was not the one I expected, you know, but I threw it in there and was like, well, let's see, you know, and I always just, I pick a handful depending on what I think the person might be interested in and yeah. that's the one that you picked. So yeah. tell me why did you pick an improv class for us? Well, so you sent me the list and, um. It took me a while to actually look at it. Like, I sort of scanned it when you first sent it to me, and then I'm like, I need to do that. And it kind of hung in my email box, you know. I have to do what I have to do, but I put it as a task. Um, And I finally got around to doing it. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, I owe this to her. I need to take a look. And so I'm like, oh, these are interesting, changing clothes or, you know, picking out or whatever. And I got to the improv one, and I'm like, no way. And I moved to the next one. I don't even remember what it was. And I'm like, you know what? If we're going to do a challenge, we should do a challenge. Um, so I went back and I looked at the improv one and I'm like, okay, this is way outside what I'm feeling comfortable with, but let's just do it because that's the intention of your podcast, right? So that's I'm right. like, okay, I'll stretch. I'll do it. Yes. Well, I am thrilled to do it. And I um, I just went in really quickly and I met Aaron, who is going to be running the class. Okay. And, um, or, or his friend is running the class or something like he's affiliated with it somehow. Right. And he said, you know, have you done a class before? And I said, yeah, I have. I'm not very good at it. And he's like, I don't know if you really understand it yet because there's no bad at improv. Mm -hmm. So if you think you're bad, then maybe you don't understand it. So I am excited to have another go at it. Have you ever tried an improv class before? I I haven't had an improv class in high school. I did um, a lot of acting Um, And so my acting coach was sort of like tried to do some um, activities to kind of help us along, but I've never had uh, an official improv class. And 
I was walking to my car, getting ready to come here, and I started feeling a little nervous about it because I'm like, you know, you don't have to be fantastic at it. You don't have to be funny. You don't have to be great. You can be like a total dead, and it'll be okay because it's a class, and nobody knows you except for Cat. Yeah. <laughs> and Cat won't tell anybody else because no. we're keeping this on the DL. <laughs> <laughs> You're like this is working in my favor. Exactly. Yeah. So I haven't taken a class, but so we'll see. We'll see what it's like. But you do have. <laughs> A, a background in performing and in drama and in theater. I don't know if you would call it a background. I mean, it was in high school, and but I love it. And I think in many ways I still perform like on a daily basis. Um, and I do like public speaking and I, you know, or I should say I like it. I just, I don't really shy away from it. So I feel like I've got some stuff that might help me through the class, but we'll see. Well, and I've seen you speak in front of groups before, and you always seem really comfortable. Okay. So, yeah, so I did want to ask about that. Do you have um, do you have any kind of process that you do before or after you perform in, like, a work setting or? A process? Oh, I, I don't think so. Like, uh, if I'm going to, I try to have the, understand the material or know whatever it is I'm going to say. But sometimes I really, sometimes I just pull it out of my ass and yeah. just say stuff. You just wing it. Uh, I do. <laughs> and I always wonder, like, can people tell that I'm just making some of this shit up? Or I don't know. I don't know if people can tell. But I try to say it with, like, you know, confidence. or <laughs> exactly. no, if, I, if I feel sure enough, yeah, exactly. everyone's going to go with exactly. it. Exactly. They're just going to be like, yeah, sure. I, do I trust think, Ophelia. <laughs> yes. Yes. I do think there's something to that. I do. I think for me... I, I have that same thing where it's like, I, I might feel nervous, but the way that I get over the nerves is by preparing, Yeah. right? So rehearsing and rehearsing and right. do I know what I'm going to say and blah, blah, blah. And when I wing it, I feel much more nervous about yeah. it. Um, and so when I think about something like an improv class, mm. it's supposed to help address some of that anxiety, I would oh, think, yeah, right? Yeah, of right. like helping a person to feel more confident with winging it. Right. So maybe it'll help us like in the work that we do. I don't know. We'll see. Possibly. Next time. <laughs> Possibly. Let's just throw each other the best every once in a while to see. Like, just get up there and say something. Right. <laughs> just go. Don't you have a speech you want to deliver right, right. right now? Right. Isn't there something like that? Yeah. Um, so if you... I didn't really think about that, that it might help with um, work. So that's an interesting... That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I was looking up the benefits of improv, I was Googling it tonight before we came, and... You know, I came across an article that made it look like it can almost cure cancer with all of the things that it can possibly improve in a person. That's amazing. I know, right? So I'm just going to, I'm going to read a couple here. Okay. So, um, so the general, there was a general list, which is improving listening skills, improving public speaking skills, which we touched on, uh, refining brainstorming activities and skills, building team trust. And then it goes on for relational. So it can help a person get better at communicating non-verbally building rapport non-verbally and then for creativity it can help with um let's see with taking risks and with embracing and exploring ambiguity and I feel like we talked about all of that actually yeah I think so I mean you really sort of just hit on all of that when we were just discussing our experience and how we do things when we're talking in general in front of a crowd um and sometimes it's easier right because we know the people and it's kind of comfortable and people know us on a daily basis and we're so I don't know what it would be like doing it in front of a group that I really don't know right. who's in the room. Like. Right. Does it feel riskier or does it feel safer? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. 
Maybe a little bit of both at the same time, I feel like. Is that even possible? But I think it could be. Yeah, because you you feel like, well, nobody's going to judge me. Who knows me? I'm going to be gone and nobody... But on the other hand, you don't. You go like, oh, all these people, I don't know what their experiences, what their expectations of me are. So might, that might be a little riskier. Right, yeah. right. Okay, well, it's probably about time for us to head in and, you know, get, get ready to go. Time. So let's do it. Thanks, Ophelia. <laughs> let's do it, yeah. Okay. We just finished our first improv <laughs> class, and we're just gonna have a short, a short conversation about it because okay. I want to do a bigger check-in after we have both of our classes okay. for just kind of that big picture thing. But yeah. what's your first set of impressions after this first class? Um, I definitely have to say that it was, it just was like this. Uh, it sounds is gonna sound stupid. It seemed really like a place uh, um, to just go and be and do whatever and just not even like be yourself, but just be whatever you want to be and not care what other people think about you. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely felt freeing to me in a funny way. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I think I felt that too. I felt like, um, it did feel like when you're a kid and you're just playing make believe mm-hmm. in a way, you know, like you could just kind of, yeah, just be and do whatever the situation calls for. And I think you know, my experiences in the past have been a little more, I don't know, just wooden or I felt more nervous and this just felt very relaxed. Yeah. It came out, I think, in the scene where you guys were supposed to be the murderers. Mm -hmm. And I was really trying to be like, um, go with what Kat was doing, go with what Kat was doing. And I was just really wanting to um, encourage because it seemed like you were very like in the moment when you were doing that um, you know, to just meditate and <laughs> to forget that you're in jail. And I mean, it just seemed really absurd, but, <laughs> it was yeah. um, but it definitely felt fun. And you know how we talked a little bit about, well, are we going to be nervous? Is it more, are you more nervous because these are people you don't know? Or mm-hmm. I think for me at this class, I felt not nervous at all. Yeah. 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 I think the, most of the people that were there felt it seemed like they all felt pretty relaxed. Like nobody there seemed nervous at mm-hmm, all. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a warm, like friendly environment that yeah. it was like, well, everybody here is just hanging out and they yeah. all seem to really like respect and enjoy each other, even right. if they don't know each other. So I'm just going to get, get in with just that. Get into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to next week. <laughs> I know. I'm excited too. Awesome. Thanks. Two weeks later, we attended our second improv class. Here are our thoughts after the class, and then several days later, after having some more time to think about the experience. So, Ophelia, we just had our second and final improv evening of the challenge. Yes. How do you feel? What do you think? Um, so this this time felt different. I was t- telling you a little bit beforehand that I was feeling a little more nervous this time than I did last time. Because I feel like um, now there's this expect I have an expectation that I need to perform or something um, because I know what it, it's about. So I put a little more pressure on myself. But this class was also smaller, and I think that just having a few of us in there made me feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't feel the pressure that I was feeling driving over here. Mm-hmm. It's different. I thought it was. Um, a different type of energy um, than before, which I kind of appreciated. Mm-hmm. Like last time, you know, we were really on a 
and it felt really high energy. It was and, more frenetic. It felt like yeah, yes, yes. And I know purpose. I know this time I was purposefully trying not to be myself, and I felt that in the room too. So maybe it was because it was smaller. I don't know, but I liked it. I yeah. liked it a lot. So much so that I would be like, I wouldn't mind doing it again. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I had that same feeling halfway through. I was like, yeah. well, I'm not coming next week because I have right. plans next week. Right. Blah, blah, blah. right. But I was like, who would I, okay, first, who would I do this with? And mm-hmm. when would I do this? Mm-hmm. And of now now I know Ophelia's mm-hmm. game. <laughs> I am game. Um, and I also had this feeling of like, oh, if someone was in town, I'd be mm-hmm. like, let's go let's to an go improv class yes. tonight. Like, let's just go drop in. Right? I mean, it's just something... It's something kind of anonymous and kind of fun and physical and uh, thoughtful all at the same time. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I really actually appreciated tonight, which I I didn't appreciate last time, but tonight I really appreciated um, actually feeling like there are people watching. Oh. Like, um... I don't mean to make that sound creepy, like, ooh, people are watching. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I, I appreciate feeling like I'm on a stage. Yeah. Okay. Like, like there was an audience. Um, where last time I felt a little more like self-conscious because of it. And this time oh. it was like, oh, I'm here with this person acting out a scene mm-hmm. and there is a little bit of an audience here mm-hmm. and that's okay. Like mm-hmm. we're doing something and we have their attention and it's all a part of the energy in the room. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. And it, it felt like. I don't know. It felt like an interplay of energy. Cool. I, I, I agree with you that the, the feeling in the room was different tonight. Like mm-hmm. everybody seemed to be making more space in response to how it was last time. Yes, I think so. Because almost everybody was there last time. There's only one new person that wasn't there last time. Right. Um, but there were like two, three, four people who were here last time and didn't come this time. So only one new person, right? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Different feel. And I, I get that, I guess, because everybody, I mean, well, we're the same, but I know that I felt different mm-hmm. to coming in. Right. So I don't know. It felt, um, softer to me mm-hmm. almost. And I appreciated that we got to do a scene together. I know. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't realize until about halfway through mm-hmm. this class tonight that we didn't do a scene together yeah. at all last time. No. Mm-mm. I was like, Ophelia and I didn't, we didn't get to like play no. with each other in a scene. Yeah. And so yeah, so we did, we did tonight. And yeah, I'm I, glad that you jumped in. Yeah, me <laughs> too. Me too. I'm always a little bit hesitant to jump in, but then I'm glad once I get there. Mm-hmm. And I can tell the difference between when I'm, when I'm working with somebody and it feels like, oh, this isn't working and I'm trying to figure out why it's not working. Right. And then, you know, when you and I were doing a scene together, it felt pretty natural. Like oh, it yeah. felt like, oh, we're just responding to right. each other. We're just, we're just we're doing watching this the sky. We're talking to each other. It's yeah. <laughs> and I could have kept like chit chatting as our I characters know, me too. for a long time. Yeah. Cause I think we were going somewhere like mm-hmm. bringing up that you were from Canada, I thought was an interesting aspect and. Um, my character, I think, really could have gotten into that because she's very, um, she's all about appearances and she's all about what she likes uh, or what she thinks other people like or what's in or, mm-hmm. um, so I think she could have gone somewhere with 
you being from Canada. So interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to, I will tell my friend that yeah. I was playing. I will tell her that you were playing. <laughs> that I was playing her. Yeah, because they told us to each pick a character and sort right. of be that character right. for the whole night. So I'm going to tell her and she's she's going to laugh. Did you I'm find sure it easy it. to do? I think, I think there were a few different people that I felt like I knew well enough to want to play them. But you know, you mentioned something about this earlier too, that sometimes they're fun to play because they can be such a caricature, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and so extreme. Mm -hmm. And I chose not to do those people for that reason. Right. So I just yeah. picked like a really good friend of mine who's also a yoga teacher, oh, cool. you know, so I was like, Oh, I can channel her yoga teacher self <laughs> and I can channel that she's a mom right. and I can channel that she's from Canada, mm -hmm. you know? So like all of those things I can do, but everybody else that I feel like I know that well, yeah. I felt like I would, I would go off to, I would go off yeah. in a weird direction mm -hmm. with it or just make it super simple and shallow right. actually. And I felt, yeah, I mean, uh, in the first scene when I was doing her, um, and, and one of the, one of the other guys, Finn had said, um, oh, I couldn't tell if she like, had, you know, had memory loss or, um, or if she really just was talking about it. And I know, I mean, I, I was very conscious of the fact that I was repeating about liking jazz and loving jazz and smart people like jazz because that's what I hear from her. Right. I mean, like I perceive her that way. Right. So I wonder if it would have been different if I had played somebody that, um, that I responded to well, like, I feel like I don't respond to her well. Oh yeah. Um, and so that's why I feel that she's, is like this caricature. It's interesting. Um, so I think I could have made a different choice. Well, um, the character was really likable. Oh, <laughs> So that's interesting. That's you know, so that like whatever you're so annoying. Yeah. Like whatever your mixed feelings, mm -hmm. she seemed really likable and everybody seemed to like get along really well and really like her. Well, all the other characters that everybody else was yes. playing were like, yay. You know, well, that's really cool because it might, maybe it's just my hang up about her or something. I don't know. Maybe it's me and not her. <laughs> wow, that's really cool, Kat. Interesting, right? <laughs> so, okay. So these are just kind of our first thoughts and our first yeah. impressions, but, um, if you're still okay with it, let's get coffee in a couple of yeah. days and just do a little debrief then once we've had a chance to sit with kind of the, the last yeah. couple of improv classes and collect our thoughts. Yeah. Cause I, cause, uh, I know definitely the last time it took me a day or so to kind of really think about what we did. Yeah. that I will talk you through. Okay. Um, but, you know, if you have any other thoughts, too, just feel free to chime in. Okay. So, Ophelia, yes. thank you so much for meeting with me today oh. to do our kind of our final debrief conversation about improv. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's, it is cool. Um, <laughs> so, overall, how did it go for you? Overall, I think I really enjoyed it. Like, yeah, overall, I could say I really enjoyed it. And, would consider maybe doing it every once in a while or, you know, maybe feeling if I needed a little break and need my, to break out an alter ego. 
Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, you would jump in. And I did. I would. I feel the same way. I feel like it's nice to have as an option in my pocket mm -hmm. for like if people come to visit from out of town and want to do something a little different. Yeah. Um, it also occurred to me that I could go to improv shows and watch other people do it. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a class. I can just go and witness. You don't necessarily people. have to participate. Right? right. Right. And you can watch people who are good at it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And aren't struggling. Yes. Although yeah. I, I find a lot of joy also in the struggle and in trying mm. to, you know, kind of sort through yeah. the process of it. You know, I know that we like started it as a challenge or we did it as a challenge, but I would have to say after the first class when he was giving tips about being very purposeful with your motions and um, like I really felt like I was going to try to incorporate that the second class like I really stretched myself to learn and yeah. um, that was a little surprising to me because I'm like it's just a challenge we're just here you know hanging out but yeah. I took the information and I'm like oh yeah I'm going to try to apply it this time and see if I can get better mm -hmm. and I, <laughs> um, I don't know that I did and I yeah, I don't know that I felt that I had done that, but I definitely was very conscious of trying to incorporate some of that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I can definitely relate. I mean, I, I know going into our second class, there were things that I wanted to apply from the first one and, and things that in that first class made me feel calmer. Oh. And so then going into that second class, I didn't yeah. feel as much anxiety pressure. Yeah, yeah. or pressure. Yeah. What did you like? the most in the activities that we did or you know any any things jump out to you is like mm, your you know, favorite a particular or, activity yeah it could be an activity it could just be like a scene that you really enjoyed yeah um you know I'd have to say the second class I don't know if this is my favorite but it certainly stood out to me when we stood in a circle and somebody stood in the middle and had to sing a song and then you know you just sort of tap that person out and you do your own song because when do you really get to belt out just whatever, whether, and I appreciated that he said, if you can't sing, just make it like even more crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I just, I, 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 I really felt like the whole thing, and this might sound so trite or maybe, um, I felt it was really cathartic in many ways, right? Just to be able to stand up and belt out whatever song or stand up and act like whoever you want to. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was probably one of my favorite activities. Yeah, <laughs> I really enjoyed those warm-up games, and this is one of the mm. one of the warm-up games. It was like in both classes, they took maybe the first portion of it, and I don't even know how much time it was. Like time yeah. didn't matter, you know, right, when we were right. in this class. But the first portion of the class was, you know, just doing little like word association or song association right. exercises. I really, really loved those. Nice. Those were some of my favorite things. Um, what do you think that was? You know, I think it was because I feel like I'm pretty good at that. Mm. <laughs> you know, great. there's like really super no pressure. <laughs> you know, a person just says something, you just spit out whatever, whatever comes you, yeah. to mind, right? Yeah, definitely. I think when we did the more elaborate scenes, mm. it felt a little more like, oh, I'm trying to do something that can feel hard, yeah. you know, or can feel pressure. Yeah, or, I agree, yeah. You know, so I think with the, the, the warm-up games, it was just, it was like simple, it was silly, it was yeah. playing, and no matter what you did, it wasn't wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good way of describing it. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> so were there things that you liked the least, or, or moments you can remember that were hard or difficult? Um, gosh, I don't know that 
I don't think I can recall one that was really challenging. I think sometimes watching others and and recognizing that they're struggling with something, I think was difficult to do. Um, and then especially like after the scene or whatever, when he'd be like, okay, class, <laughs> what did you think? And uh, of course you want to be positive, you want to be constructive, but, but you could tell when people were really struggling and it almost felt, I mean, you could sort of feel it um, in yourself. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it would call up that empathy, you yeah. know, that like, oh gosh, they're having a really yes. hard time yeah. and I wish I could help yes. in some way <laughs> yeah. or or whatever. I think for me, I was one who felt like I was struggling in the oh, scenes, you know, okay. so I would, I think what was interesting for me, let me back up. One of the things that felt hard going into the scenes is that I like to prepare. So mm. if I'm ever going to speak in public or I'm ever going to lead a meeting at work. Yeah. I'll prepare some questions sure. or I'll prepare an outline right. for what I want to cover. And I leave lots of room and flexibility for if the room doesn't want to go there. Right. right? And yeah. I take my my um, role as leader as more of a facilitator mm. and less of a leader who's guiding and has a vision and is going somewhere. Okay. Right? And so I think, you know, so my preparation does allow for, for flexibility and wiggle room. Well, in improv... There's no preparing. Correct. Like, you don't bring anything in, and you kind of have to trust that, like, my sentence, and then your sentence, and then my sentence is all going it's to... It's going to work. Yeah, it's going to work. Yeah. And it's going to be cohesive, right. and it's going to be, you know, maybe interesting, maybe funny, maybe sad. Yeah. But, yeah, but that, that back and forth will work. But it's being made on the spot. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing to prepare beforehand. And right. so I think that would make me feel nervous and then and I just see it again and again and again like if I feel nervous then I just kind of go blank oh. and I'm like oh, I don't know I don't know you are yeah. no you are yeah. no I didn't yes you did I know I did. you are but what am I I don't know you know so yeah, yeah. it calls up that stuff okay. for me um or when it felt like you know I'm trying something and they're trying something else and it's not it's not working, right. you know. Almost as though the two of you are running something parallel, yeah. right? As opposed to um, where it would intersect and you're doing something together. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which is really interesting because I think I had mentioned to you that um, one of the things I noticed in our first class, in the first class, was that if I'd gone on stage and was trying to do something, and then quickly recognizing I wasn't the lead, right? Somebody else was, was louder or was doing something much more um, elaborate or very visual, and so I had to sort of follow that lead. Mm -hmm. And I think I said to you, it was a little bit of a struggle for me, and I recognize that I tend to, I don't know if I want to be the leader, but I, I assume that that's my role. <laughs> Uh -huh. That when I go into meetings or whatever, and curiously, I was in a meeting yesterday um, with other people, and I wanted to, to talk. Um, and I felt like the other person in the room that was um, also in the meeting really felt, I, I felt like they really wanted something to say um, or needed to say something. So I purposefully tried to shut down and not say anything, and it was really hard for me. Mm to kind of listen to what that person was saying and to support what that person was saying because I had all sorts of things to say. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really hard for me. And I I don't know what that means for me. 
you know what I mean? Like, is it is it appropriate to kind of stifle that sort of natural reaction or natural role that you play? I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, I think, you know, when I think about leading or not leading, you know, I in a group setting, what I'll tend to do is just take the temperature. And it goes back mm. to that facilitation thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, what's the temperature of this person or mm-hmm. this group or what it is that we're trying to accomplish before I'll step forward and start right. to structure things yeah. more? You know, so like in group projects or something in school, yeah. I would kind of sit with the group and see, is someone going to step up and be the boss? Right. Because if not, I'll do it. Right. But I have no desire for a power struggle right. of any kind, right? Exactly, yeah. So I think in facilitating, I've started to shift to, or I've noticed that I'll shift to, like, oh, I'm more responsible for the group process. So I'll just kind of ask people, like, is there anything you want to add? Or is there anything you want to give? Or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But there's so much of, like, a, I don't know, like a looking to others to make the first move. Mm. And in improv, that would... I would have a hard time jumping in and saying the first line. Okay. Like, I wanted them to say the first line so then so I you could would know. respond. Okay, okay. Sometimes. And if I didn't, then it would get a little more into, like, well, no, I'm saying the storyline should go this way, right. and you're saying it should go that way. Right, How are right. we going to come together right. on that? Um, that's interesting. I think what I took from those experiences that has been playing out for me more in meetings mm-hmm. has been... Um, being willing to just like throw out a half-formed thought you know and say you know hey it's just an idea or it's just a thing you know let me just throw that out and we do that a lot in my small work group but I don't do that as much in groups that are beyond like when we're meeting with other with other work groups okay so um so yeah I think just a little more comfort with being able to throw things out like that I think that is really interesting that you and I seem to have Maybe almost the opposite yeah. sort of reaction or experience with it, mm-hmm. where you feel like maybe I'll just throw something out more, mm-hmm. and I'm feeling like maybe I need to just stop talking more. <laughs> yeah, and funny I'm because back more. in improv, you almost always would like you just jump right in there, oh and I was God. like, "Gosh, she's so good!" <laughs> you know, there would be that couple seconds of space, someone yeah. jump in there, and you were like, "Boom!" right there, you know. Uh-huh. And I'd hang back a little, and maybe uh-huh. be like the third or the fourth group that would go up, right? Uh-huh. So um, I don't know why that was. Like, you don't know? I remember standing in that one exercise, and he's like, okay, get off the floor unless you want to do another whatever. You know, or whoever wants to stay on the floor, just stay on the floor. Yeah. And I I just stayed on the floor. You just stayed. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that is. What is that characteristic about me that makes me stay on the floor? Was it... I mean, was it as simple as just you were enjoying yourself and you were like, here's an opportunity? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was that. I don't know. I wonder if some of it, too, could be um, just kind of leaning into the learning, too. Mm. Like, here I have this teacher in front of me. Yeah. You know, here's this this expert in improv. And I really do feel like he's a theater oh, expert. Yeah. You know, he connects things to real life very well. Like, yeah. I, I feel like he could be a theater therapist or something. Yes, yes, yeah. Right? But, um... But I wonder if there was some of that there, too. Like, here's really? this expert. I have this moment for personal coaching. Right. Some personal I don't think I've ever really looked at it before. And so maybe that's why I'm sort of asking the questions now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm throwing out all the different things I think could be possibilities. You did seem to be enjoying yourself. I did. Yeah. I um, If I seemed that way, it was because I was yeah. enjoying myself. It was very liberating and very freeing it just it was a lot of fun it was just fun yeah <laughs> any other 
thoughts you have about it or things you want to share, insights? I think, um, well, I, I'm so glad that we did it. I mean, and of all the things that we could have done, you know, I think it was fun that we did it. I was sort of reflecting on our conversation right after the second class when we were talking in the car. And I was thinking back on it, and my and in my head, I felt like my voice was like three pitches higher because I was still on this kind of fun high. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, and I was thinking, I need to ask Kat, what did that sound like? Because in my head, I felt like I was talking way up here. Regular. You sounded regular. <laughs> but I think I felt like very excited. Yeah. And I think... And I was certain it came out in my voice, so. <laughs> you sounded like regular Ophelia. Regular me, okay. <laughs> Happy and excited Ophelia, that but was regular. So, it was fun. Yeah, Good. definitely. Good. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh my gosh, I had so much fun. <laughs> I enjoyed it more than I thought. Yeah? Yeah, I did. I took a couple of improv classes a few years ago, and they were just very different. And so mm-hmm. it makes me think, you know, as I'm thinking about encouraging other people to go to you know, if you try a class and you don't really feel connected with the teacher or you yeah. don't feel like it's a safe space yeah. to just kind of relax and be yourself, to right. try another, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think most cities have, you know, a few different options yeah. for, because we live in a, in a fairly sm- smaller, medium to smaller size city, and there are different different improv classes and different yeah. improv troops doing different things yeah. even here. So. I can imagine most people can access that. And I, I think it's worth it to try a couple if you don't find a good fit on yeah. the first one. And, um, gosh, I'm glad you said that. I think, I hope your listeners sort of take our experience and say, you know what, maybe I'll try it too. I mean, it definitely was a lot of fun. And I think if you just remember, you're just going out there, nobody in there knows you, or maybe they do, but who cares because everybody's acting out whatever. And it, it's just a nice two hours to be able to act out whatever it is you want to act out without any judgment, without any rules or boundaries. I mean, just sort of just do it. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Now, one thing I like to do at the end of every challenge is to ask the person who did a challenge with me, what is a song that is giving Mm. you life right now? Like (laughs) the song you just cannot stop listening to. Yeah. Um, I will say it's an older song Mm -hmm. um, that just came up again. Um, after Aretha Franklin died, um, you know, they're playing a lot of her songs. And she has that one song, um, I'll Say a Little Prayer for You, right? It's a very simple, simple song. The moment I wake up, before I pull on my makeup, I say a little prayer for you. But walking in in the morning, I've been listening to it because it gives me sort of like this this little pep and step, um, and it's just kind of a little, just a kind of happy sort of tune to get me walking in. several times during the week just to um, because I enjoy it it also reminds me a lot it was written by um, Burt Bacharach oh an older composer who my dad loved and um, and I like connecting 
to my dad. He's passed away now, but I like finding little connections between the two of us. So, yeah, I really like it. It's kind of a fun little ditty. That's cool. <laughs> I love Aretha. She is and will always be a legend. Mm, so definitely. I think it's a great choice. Well, thanks again, Ophelia. Of course. Um, I'd be willing to do another one. Yeah. So let me know. <laughs> love it. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. No. Please visit iTunes and leave a rating and review for Cork and Circumstance when you get a chance. Ratings help other people to find us. For show notes, visit corkandcircumstance.com. And lastly, but not leastly, our intro and outro music is provided by the Tartu Pop and Rock Institute.